Outstanding Prophecies by Micah Micah 1 verses 1 to 6, Micah 2 verses 1 and 2, 8 to 11, Micah 3 verses 9 to 12, Micah 4 verses 1 to 13, Micah 5 verse 2, Micah 6 verses 1 to 8, and Micah 7 verses 18 to 20. Memory verse, He hath shewed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Micah 6 verse 8. Notes. Repentance. When the priests and false prophets wanted to put Jeremiah to death for prophesying the destruction of Jerusalem, some of the elders came to Jeremiah's defense by citing the similar prophecy of Micah. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Zion shall be plowed like a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of a forest. The elders then asked, Did Hezekiah king of Judah and all Judah put him at all to death? Did he not fear the Lord, and besought the Lord, and the Lord repented him of the evil which he had pronounced against them? Jeremiah 26 verses 18 and 19 how often we see God's judgment set aside when men repent of their sin and call upon him. When wicked Nineveh repented God spared their city. It matters not how vile a man's sin might be, God is merciful to save him if you will only repent. Israel provoked God continually, but when in their distress they called upon God, he always had mercy upon them. The judgments of God await the sinner today. But mercy is offered to all those who will repent before it is too late. Judgment pronounced. Micah comes forth with the stern announcement of God's judgments against sin, stating, The Lord cometh forth out of his place, and will come down, and tread upon the high places of the earth. Micah 1 verse 3. With very plain speech he points out, For the transgression of Jacob is all this, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what are the high places of Judah? Are they not Jerusalem? These capitals of the country were also the headquarters for iniquity and idolatry. The fearless prophets of God have never failed to denounce sin nor tell where the blame lies. Samuel reproved Saul, Elijah pointed out Ahab as the troubler of Israel, and when David sinned, Nathan was there to say, Thou art the man. Wickedness in the capital cities or among high officials does not escape the eyes of God, neither will the sins of a child go unpunished. The grasping landholder who cast the poor man out of the house in which his fathers dwelt, and evicted women and children from their homes, the soldier who took the clothes from innocent victims, the priests who taught for hire, the prophets who divined for money, all these came under the observation of the prophet and the condemnation of God. Neither did the princes that abhorred judgment and perverted all equity escape. Parallel Conditions Because of these sinful conditions Samaria was to be made as an heap and Zion plowed as a field. Arise ye, and depart, for this is not your rest, for now shalt thou go forth out of the city, and thou shalt dwell in the field and thou shalt go even to Babylon, Micah 2 verse 10, and Micah 4 verse 10. Although Babylon had not risen to power and was not yet a threat unto Judah, God, through Micah, predicted the Babylonian as well as the Assyrian captivity. 
The greed, corruption, and violence that brought judgment to Israel run a close parallel to our own political and social conditions today. How shall we escape if we neglect God's remedy for sin? Just as surely as Samaria was leveled by the Assyrians, and Jerusalem ruined by the Babylonians, this land of ours will be wasted by the wrath of an angry God unless we as a nation repent of our wickedness. Tribulation and Restoration Although Micah dealt with sin and judgment, his writings have a strong appeal for repentance and a promise of restoration. He spoke of the time when the daughter of Zion would be delivered from Babylon, and said, That the Lord shall redeem thee from the hand of thine enemies, Micah 4 verse 10. His prophecies went beyond their return after seventy years of captivity, even down to a time yet to come when many nations shall be gathered against Zion to spoil her. But they know not the thoughts of the Lord, neither understand they his counsel, for he shall gather them as the sheaves into the floor, Micah 4 verse 12. Then addressing Zion, the Lord encourages them, Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make thine horn iron, and I will make thy hoofs brass, and thou shalt beat in pieces many people, and I will consecrate their gain unto the Lord, and their substance unto the Lord of the whole earth, Micah 4 verse 13. This impressive picture of throwing sheaves of wheat upon an ancient threshing floor and having the grain beaten out by the hoofs of the animals is no doubt referring to the day at the close of the Great Tribulation when God will gather all nations, and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations, and parted my land. Joel 3 verse 2 The great King of kings and Lord of lords, with a vesture dipped in blood, shall ride forth with the armies of heaven upon white horses, and Zion's enemies shall be destroyed. See Revelation 19 verses 14 to 21. By living an overcoming Christian life now, you can be among the faithful who ride with him in this white-robed army. Millennium. You can have a part in that kingdom, when Zion shall be the capital of the world for a thousand years by being careful to serve him in this present life. It will be worth the striving now in order to live in that day when the Lord shall judge among many people, and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up a sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Micah 4 verse 3. This is the time for which the whole creation groaneth, Romans 8 verse 22, a time when the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped, Isaiah 35 verse 5, and the desert shall rejoice, and blossom as the rose, Isaiah 35 verse 1. Are you preparing yourself to have a part in that kingdom? Bethlehem Micah speaks of the birthplace of this great ruler, but thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Not only does Micah give the name of the town in which Jesus was to be born, but he also declares his eternal existence. When the wise men inquired of them, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? The chief priests and scribes answered, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Matthew 2 verses 2 and 5. These prophecies have been preserved through the years and have come down to us beautifully and accurately translated in the King James Version of the Bible. Mercy God, who loved Israel and wanted them to enjoy the glorious privileges extended to them, 
pleaded with them to repent of their backslidings. O oh, my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I wearied thee? Micah 6 verse 3 Thus would the God of love reason with all those who have turned from the truth. It was not their offerings, their wealth, or the giving of their firstborn that the Lord required, but only to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with Him. Sin brings separation from God, takes one's name out of the book of life and is placed from God's eternal kingdom, but repentance in time will restore that which was lost. Who is a God like unto thee, that pardoneth iniquity, and passeth by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger for ever, because he delighteth in mercy, Micah 7 verse 18.